Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. Nailed it. Ready. Welcome back to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every goddamn week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. By the way, thanks to Blue Apron for sponsoring today's episode. I'm here in the studio with my producer, Barry Finkel. Oh, hey, Matt Belisai. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Shut up. Okay. You may have seen our faces this week because we did a Facebook Live explaining how to subscribe to this podcast because some of you idiots don't understand how podcasts work. So perhaps you're here for the first time. Welcome. You made it. You're here. And boy, do we have a bunch of crazy shit to talk about this week. And by crazy shit, I mean I interviewed Nicole Polizzi. Who's that? Uh, Snooky. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. We talked with her and her podcast co-host, Joey, from their new podcast, It's Happening. So make sure you stick around for that hot mess. And it was truly a mess. You'll see. Before that, we'll start off, as always, with Worst Things First, where I pick out all of the most necessary, unnecessary headlines of the week. Uh, Then we got a fun little deep dive for you, where I pick a topic and dissect it, like a big disgusting frog in biology class, even though I never dissected the frog. I wrote an essay instead, (laughs) because I was afraid of it. And I don't like the smell. It's a gross smell. This week, that frog happens to be straight white douches, douchebags, douche holes, douche nozzles, because there's a lot of them this week, and we need to talk about them. We have all that and more on this episode of Unhappy Hour. Let's do it. All right, worst things first, the most fucked up shit of the week, my favorite terrible headlines. And by favorite, I mean not my favorite because I don't enjoy bad news. There's just a lot of it. So we're going to talk about it. First up, Snooty. Snooty, R.I.P. Snooty. <laughs> yes, rest in peace, sweet angel. Snooty the manatee, 
the oldest manatee in captivity, the first manatee born in captivity, dead. Dead. At age? 69. Hell yeah, snooty. He made it. He, he made, made it. it. He died in a tragic accident. I think he... he what? I thought he just died no. from being old. He uh, swam into the part used to access the plumbing. <gasps> yeah. Apparently, all the manatees swam into this part, but he was too fat and he couldn't back up. I didn't know. 1,600 pound angel floating in heaven. Well, rest in peace, Snooty. Rest in peace. Gone but not forgotten. Next, (laughs) Eater New York is a publication that published a trash article that said, do not order burgers at restaurants. Their argument is that Fancy burgers at restaurants are too fancy, they're too expensive, they're too big, they have all these ingredients. Here's what I say, fuck you. Yeah. Order whatever you fucking want because you're at a restaurant. I just think you're going to a restaurant, you know you're going to spend like 30 to $1,000. Get whatever the fuck you want. They also end the article by saying, if you must... Order a burger at Shake Shack, PJ Clark's, or a Fantastic Diner. Uh, all places which might otherwise be called restaurants. <laughs> so shut the hell up. Get whatever you fucking want. Next up, some dude in a grocery store bought what he thought was cubed cheddar cheese. Guess what? It was squash. Then he got very mad and tried to return it. And made a whole stink at the grocery store because he was like, I want my fucking cubed cheese. And they were like, I'm sorry, sir. You bought squash. This is your fault. What the fuck do you want from us? And he was like, I spent $2.97, which I'm not making that number up. That is what he spent. He got upset because he wanted cheese for $2.97. He wanted two pounds of cheese, two pounds of cubed cheese for $2.97. And they were like, sir, no, we don't sell that. It's not our fault. You fucking thought squash was cheese. (laughs) And he was like, well, it's your fault that I'm a dumbass. In the end, they agreed to refund him the $2.97. And then he left in anger. I think at a certain point, you need to accept that it's your fault. Yeah. Maybe you should just learn what a squash is. Next up, chocolate milk booted off menus in San Francisco public schools. What is the point of going to school? What is the point? We might as well be dead. What are we teaching our children? Math? Science? No. Fuck it. It reminded me of a story a couple months ago that apparently 7% of American adults think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. That's 16 million Americans. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a lot of people who are like, this chocolate milk came from a brown cow. Oh, it's upsetting. And finally, the worst story of the week. There is a squirrel in Prospect Park terrorizing all of Brooklyn. It's attacked at least five people over the past week, including a seven-year-old girl. (laughs) Which I like the emphasis on that, as if all of the others weren't bad enough. (laughs) The fact that it was a child makes it bad. The New York Times talked to this wildlife lady, and she was like, yeah, squirrels bite. What the fuck do you want? 
she said, for them to bite, it's nothing. And then they say squirrels get particularly aggressive around the same age that humans do as teenagers when <laughs> hormones surge and they are overcome with the urge to defend their turf. So this, this is just a hormonal squirrel. He's going through a lot. His body is changing. He doesn't understand it. A lot of pent-up sexuality. But he's lashing out and just biting everybody in the face, including a seven-year-old girl. Or it has rabies, and all of those people will die. But it's probably just hormones. And that's Worst Things First. But don't worry, we got more terrible news and other things coming at you in our next segment. Next up, we're going to investigate a topic that is so important. I'm blowing the story wide open. Did you know, Barry, that men can be awful? What? What? Amazing, right? Incredible. Incredible reporting coming to you. You're getting a Pulitzer. Peabody. Webby. Webby. Daytime Emmy. Daytime Emmy. Nighttime Emmy. That's right. It's time for a deep dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. So here on Unhappy Hour, I think we've taken a pretty firm stance against men. Because men are generally awful. I'm a man. I'll say it. I'm the worst. Generally speaking, men are to blame for most of the world's problems, except for bird flu, because that's the bird's fault. Amen. Women birds. (laughs) Fuck you, lady birds. And this week especially, I would say, straight white douches, they've been at it on overdrive. They're fucking shit up especially bad, just making all sorts of ruckuses. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, I want to highlight a list of men who are doing an exceptional job of fucking shit up for everybody. First on our list, let's start with one of the best douches. Cursed marionette, Jared Kushner, <laughs> a.k.a. Young Kush, a.k.a. if Gumby was an evil law school freshman, a.k.a. if... Gumby and Casper the Ghost had an evil baby. That is accurate. AKA guy who's definitely bought baking soda from a high schooler who told him it was cocaine. Oh my God. <laughs> Basically, Jared Kushner is caught up in a whole bunch of shady shit and he doesn't care who he's taking down with him. He's throwing everyone under the bus. Don't get in his fucking way. Because he came out this week and he was like, I didn't do shit. I don't know shit. He like didn't disclose a whole bunch of meetings that he had with Russians, and then he was like, "It's not my fault. It's it's my assistant's fault because they didn't they didn't fill out the correct paperwork." Oh, it's only the most important paperwork you'll fill out in your entire life for the like most important job in the world, senior advisor to the president. Sure, let your fucking assistant do it, and then forget to disclose all the shady ass meetings that you had with the Russians. You fucking clown. You fucking puppet. He looks like a guy in a movie who, at at the end of it, he takes off his shirt and there's like an alien slug on his back (laughs) that's been secretly sucking his life out the whole time. (laughs) Next up, the terror of Hollywood, Jake Paul. You know Jake Paul? You know, I'm not familiar. He's a Viner. He was a Viner, R.A.P. Vine. Mm -hmm. He's 20 years old. He's a YouTuber, also apparently had a Disney show. All of his neighbors in Los Angeles were like, uh, he's a fucking public menace because he has an empty swimming pool in his backyard and he and his friends threw a couch into it and lit it on fire. What? And then the flames were like taller than the house. (laughs) 
so his neighbors are like, what the hell is going? And that's just part of it. That's just like one thing. He like tweets out his address. So all of his like teenage fans are out in the streets, like causing havoc. Let's hear a clip of him being a menace on the local news. What do you say to the neighbors though that are upset? And they're uh, really no, upset. No, no I, I honestly... Can't beat them, join them. No, I'm honestly... Yeah, it's terrible. It's a bad situation. No, I feel bad for them, yeah. for sure. Uh, there's nothing we can do, though. The Jake Paulers are the strongest army out there. Dab. You respect your greatest fans in the world by calling them Jake Paulers? That's the best you could come up with? That's bullshit. Tweet at me if you agree, Matt Bellisires. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Do your fans have names? The Bellisciples. Seriously? I didn't come up with it. Oh my god. I think the true victims of this story are the 8.5 million people who follow Jake Paul on YouTube. I don't want to sound like a mom. But like, when we were kids, we had like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Justin Timberlake. And we didn't find out our heroes were terrible until like decades later. Right. These people have trash idols, and they find out they're trash right away. Mm-hmm. So anyway, fuck him. <laughs> Next up, uh, straight white douches of this week. T.J. Miller, who was one of the stars on HBO's Silicon Valley, or Silicon Valley, depending upon what is right. He gave a couple months ago this interview with The Hollywood Reporter after he quit Silicon Valley. And it was basically like a fuck you to all of the people he worked with. And now, a couple months later, he gives another trash interview with Vulture slash New York Magazine. And he's just a 100% asshole. But here's what makes it next level asshole. Meta asshole. Like, big asshole. Mm -hmm. Gaping asshole. Oh, man. Is that he's trying to be a villain. And he comes right out, right away, and he's like... People like when people do bad things. We haven't had like a Lindsay Lohan type mess in a while. So someone's got to fill that gap. Also, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was on like some drugs. Yeah, like she like had issues. He is that guy in like the back of your, you know, fucking poli sci lecture who's like, I don't have to read all these books because I just know it. I just have known <laughs> it always. <laughs> All of his quotes, like every one of his quotes in this story, pure trash. He says women can't be funny because, quote, they're taught to suppress their sense of humor during their formative years, unquote. (laughs) Sorry, Barry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I wasn't saying anything because I was like just suppressing myself. Yeah. He's just a complete dick to the interviewer. (sighs) Uh, It stops him and like like negs him throughout. Uh, Here's the kicker also, I think, in this is that what he is banking on is that he's left a television show to become a movie star. What is his next project? He's the star of the Emoji movie. (laughs) That's what you're banking on. So congrats. You're the voice in a shit movie about things that I use to convey that I'm shitting on my iPhone. (laughs) He's signed on to be in like four movies also coming out soon. And the fucked up thing to me is when when shitty people do shit, especially when it's a straight white man, they still get work. All the work. Like this is a strategy he thinks will work because it works yeah. for shitty people. Yeah. Stop giving assholes fucking work unless you're a delightful asshole. 
Like you. Like this one. <laughs> Next up, uh, Sean Spicer out, fired, canned. Donald Trump took him to the forest and was like, go. <laughs> we don't want you anymore. You're not wanted here. And then they cried. And it, he tried to come back, and Donald Trump slapped him across the face. <laughs> and was like, no, don't you understand? Don't you see? And then Sean Spicer went back into the forest where he came from. But Sean Spicer's replacement, a little silhouette of a man, Anthony Scaramucci, unsure if he knows the Fandango. Very, very frightening. He is the new communications director and started deleting a bunch of his old tweets and then had the audacity to come out and be like, uh, I'm deleting all my old tweets because of transparency. That's what transparency is, Matt. Yeah, I guess. We're just <laughs> redefining words. <laughs> because full transparency, I'm deleting my old tweets and I'm telling you I'm doing it. So that means it's a good thing because I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. That's not how anything works. <laughs> That's not how words work. That's not how transparency works. You're deleting shit. Not transparent. And finally, we have our douchebag in chief. <laughs> he always wants to be number one. Well, he'll have it today. <laughs> the number one douche. Top douche of the week. And the past, I would say, several weeks. Started off the week on a high note by saying that Obamacare has been around for 17 years, even though Barack Obama <laughs> wasn't president until eight years later. To quote Donald Trump, wrong. 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 Uh, spent the whole week just making fun of his attorney general on Twitter, <laughs> which like, same. I'll make fun of that elf. I didn't vote for him. I didn't pick that man. You did, sir. <laughs> you picked him. <laughs> He's yours. You own that fucking Keebler man. He tweeted out some classified info, apparently, while attacking the Washington Post. What else is new? He tweeted, uh, in America, we worship God, not the government, uh, which is literally what the Constitution says we do not do. Like the first line. <laughs> like the instruction manual came with the package and was like, line number one. No, don't. Don't say this. <laughs> don't say this sentence. <laughs> and then, of course, Wednesday morning, while he's taking his morning shit, decided to all tweet out all over America, all over that rainbow flag he held up one time <laughs> and thought we'd just forget about it, banning all transgender people from serving in any capacity in the military, which is straight up so fucked. It's fucked on so many levels. I've been thinking about this, honestly, nonstop, because, okay, A, we know it's a distraction, even though I hate when people say that, because, like, we can think about multiple things at once. Yeah, we, we can multitask. We have brains. Yeah. <laughs> but even if it is a distraction, it's like, that's fucked that you're you're using people's, like, human rights yeah. to distract people from your mess of a fucking house. They're making the argument that it's too expensive because trans people just want to join the military so that they can get reassignment surgery, which is like, even if that were true, <laughs> who fucking cares? Who cares? Our tax dollars are paying for so much more. Like, I don't There's even know billion what dollar boats. that would be. <laughs> like, it We've spent no more sense. on something that gets dropped in the fucking ocean. <laughs> All it comes down to is you either think 
trans people deserve basic rights and the same privileges that everybody else has, or you're an asshole. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, it should not be a question. Let people do what they fucking want. If someone wants to join the military right. and give their lives up, yeah. you know who didn't want to join the fucking military? Fucking bone spur in chief, fucking douchebag in chief. Draft dodger. Draft dodger Donald Trump. <laughs> Apparently, he tried to avoid the draft like five times. One of those times was that he had bone spurs in his feet, which is made up. Nobody knows what bone spurs are. <laughs> Not even doctors know what bone spurs are. Maybe that's what you have. I might have bone spurs, but Donald Trump doesn't have bone spurs. Definitely not. It's literally the most cowardly thing that you can do is to try to start like a culture war. Yeah. <laughs> over something that you wouldn't even do yourself. So anyway, fuck everybody. Fuck Ivanka also. Yeah. Honorary straight white douche man. <laughs> Who tweeted back in Pride Month that she loves all of her LGBT friends oh, and yeah. is working hard for them. It's yeah. like, do you know what the T stands for? <laughs> do you know what the T stands for? Right. It's not for the fucking tiara that you've had on your head <laughs> since you were born. Fuck her uh, for doing nothing and fuck everyone involved. And rant. That's it for this week's deep dive. We learned a lot. So much. We got a lot off our chest. A lot. I'm breathing very heavily, <laughs> but it was worth it. It was. The point is, douches come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> the most common form is the straight white douche. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. It's almost here. We're going to have an interview and a game, a new game Ooh. we call... Bad Thing Bingo. Sounds fun. With one Miss Snooky and Joey right after this commercial break. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, even me, a guy whose mom has to mail him groceries. Whatever. In this dramatic, groundbreaking Blue Apron series, I've been going through the steps of cooking a meal. This week, we head into the kitchen to prepare our ingredients. We are opening this week's Blue Apron delivery. Came right to my door. Most of the time when I come home from the grocery store, I let the food just rot in the fridge while I order pounds of Chinese food. But not today, not today. I'm making a ribeye steak and spicy vegetable hash in my own home. Gotta get our ingredients out. Garlic, a summer squash. You need a cucumber. And then your ribeye. Look at that, grass fed. Fun fact, I don't even own measuring spoons. I just have a giant measuring cup. But with Blue Apron, I don't even need them. They package it all in this little tiny bag. I don't know what the hell medium diced means, but they have a photograph that shows me the size that they used. Blue Apron makes cooking easy, and you can find out just how easy it really is for yourself. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash unhappy. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash unhappy. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
My guests this week are one Miss Nicole Polizzi, a.k.a. Snooky. Snooky! She defined a generation. She got me through college, I would say. Where's the beach? Where's the beach? (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to use any of that. We're going to use all of it. So we're going to talk with her and her best friend slash podcast co-host slash makeup artist, Joey Camasta. We headed to their studios for a wild interview and we played a messy game called Bad Thing Bingo. We are in the studio with the hosts of the brand new podcast, also brand new, It's Happening, with Snooky and Joey. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Now, can, we say, Hi, can we say how we say it? How do you say it? Ready? It's, it's happening. happening. <laughs> That's another joke we'll have to come to and tell another time what that means. It's happening. Yeah, well, well, tell me, what does it mean? Tell. Where did the podcast come from? Well, the po- we had a podcast prior, then we got fired from it. Um, <laughs> uh, we had it for like two years, and we thought we, thought we were doing, we were killing it, but then we left, we needed something new, we had time to collect our thoughts, and yes. now we have this new one, it's called It's Happening, and it's happening, That do you remember how, where that came from, how we came up with that? Do you want me to tell it to you? You tell it. All right, so we were hungover in an L.A. Um, hotel <laughs> one day, as always, and we're just sitting there watching TV, the and we always like to pretend, like pretend we're playing house, and we're like, all right, Joey, pretend like you're drinking off, and like we're doing it, and like, oh my <laughs> God. We're pretending like, we're doing mutual <laughs> masturbation, so it's like, you lay on your bed, I'll lay on mine. Okay, like, I said, but like we have to pretend. climax at the same time, yeah. and like, okay. So and tell me when it's happening. So then we were like, like I was like, are you close? Are you close? Are you cl- yeah. Yeah, I'm close. I'm close. Don't start screaming. One minute, one, just wait. Okay. It's almost there. I'm gonna go. It's, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's, ha- it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> so we would pretend to climax at the same time, and then the cleaning ladies would, like listen to us and be like, "What the fuck are they doing?" In no, there? but we, we really didn't do it. We were just playing it. In yeah, our we heads. weren't masturbating. No, we didn't I actually wanted, do it. I, that was my follow up. Oh my god, no, was. we didn't actually do it. We were just like playing house, like yeah. pretend if we did that. Right. That's what <laughs> so. I did as a kid. <laughs> that's amazing. So that's why it's called. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. How did you two meet? <laughs> we met. Oh, he's such an asshole. Do you want me to tell him? Sure. Um, I, I was performing on this reality show competition for Mac Cosmetics. I was working for Mac at the time. Uh-huh. And it was like an every year thing. It was a show on Facebook. And I won like every year. So this is like the last year they were doing it. So they were like bringing me back to defend my title. So I had to do like compete in the show. And I also had to do her makeup. So they're like, okay, you do her makeup as well. I said, fine. So I started, so I met her. I <laughs> get, I'm back in the, in the back waiting to. for her to come. And then. I she, bet you were nervous. Tell your true feelings. I was nervous. I'm not saying I was not acting cool. I just thought like I was like okay, I'll do it. Um, but this I was, was really like, I had to worry Shore about my season three. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I had to like worry about my performance on the main stage. Um, and then I also did her makeup. So she comes in <laughs> like a fucking tornado, Hot mess. tornado, like Hot mess. all over the place, arms flailing. She it was eight a.m. and she falls out on a couch. She just got off a flight from Chicago and she was still drunk. And she like had fuzzy boots on. There was like cat ears and fucking hoodies and leopard and <laughs> fucking rhinestones. Every I, I, it was a blur. She was like came in like a like a hedge, a hedgehog, if you will. And she sits. She lays on the couch, and I was like, oh great, I got to hussy this one up now. So then she finally sat down, and what'd you say? Would you drink with me or something? Yeah, I was like, I'm so hungover. Will you take a shot with me? I was like, fuck yes. So we be- just kind of clicked, and I'd be on set, like, performing. She'll be like, can you get that makeup artist back here? I- he needs to fix my eyelash. And I'll go in the back, and, oh, I'm sorry, what happened to Cole? Is your eyelash? Because she goes, I was like, okay, I want to do another shot. And she, like, she'd have, like, shots, like, waiting for me. So we, so we got bombed the whole shooting, the whole <laughs> But it was 9 a.m. when I asked him for the first shot, so that's when I knew, like, 
you're going to be my friend. Right. Yeah, and right. then anybody yeah. who accepts a shot from you at 9 a.m. At 9 in the morning. You're yeah. my boo. You know, you're in. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. confirmed, right, that there's a Jersey Shore reunion. Is it confirmed? We did a a small reunion. It's not like a full season. Right, um, right. I, I don't even know. It's like a special. I don't even know if we could say like where, what it's going to be on. It's basically a commercial. I would not get excited. Yeah, it's basically a commercial. It's not that long. <laughs> okay. But we all want to do something. So yeah. I, I, something in the future is going to happen. Well, my question is real quick, run through, just each roomie, Jenny. Jenny's my best friend, so I could say anything about her. And she always wants entitlement. Like, calm down, bitch. <laughs> Polly. <laughs> Polly, um, he's rich. Like, stop. Stop being so rich. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll take some money. Come on, like, stop. Mike, the sitch. Mike, I could probably say so many bad things about him, but honestly, since I've seen him last, I don't have one bad thing to say because he's sober now. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, so that's actually a really good thing. Dina. Dina, um... <laughs> We are so bad when it comes to wine. Like she, she brings out the worst of me. She brings out the meatball that shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. We need to bring her yeah. in. No. Uh, Ronnie. Ronnie, um, you're a douche. <laughs> Is that an, a, a nice douche? No. No. Okay. Like you're yeah. not a nice friend. Okay. <laughs> so, what's the worst thing that someone can come up to you and say? Like, what is the what is one thing if someone comes up to you and is like, oh, my God. I have two. Oh, my God, you're so much prettier in person. <laughs> like, what, am I fucking ugly on TV, bitch? Like, thanks. And then another one is, oh, my God, you're so short. Yeah, bitch, I am short. Mine's the opposite. If, some, if a guy comes up to me and is like, hey, what's up, big guy? I found a fucking tie my jaw shut, like, wire it shut like Tammy what? from the real so world. you're a big guy? I'm not, but that's, that's like someone saying, hey, big gal. Like, that, no one's a fucking hear that, even though I'm big, but they're saying it like a term of endearment, like boss or like like big guy, like something hey, good. Big guy. And I'm like, I'm never fucking eating again. <laughs> See, I feel like mine are the opposite of yours, which is people. You're so tiny. People think that I'm. <laughs> you're so small. People do are like, oh, you're thinner than I thought, which was like. Well, that's you? a compliment. Yeah, but it's not really. They were like, yeah. oh, we thought you were like. like huge. Like Joey size. Huge. <laughs> and <laughs> and then people think I'm taller than they expected, which I am. I'm like six foot three. You were sitting in every all the, on all your shows, though, right? Yeah. Right. So I'm you like look like you're yeah. Down you look like small, frumpy. Have you had what's your worst celebrity interaction? Uh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Explo- yes. Explo- yes. Dennis Rodman was the meanest person I've ever seen in my entire we were life. Wasted. So- Wait, so me and Joey have been drinking all day and we had we had tequila shots. So we were at the Abbey, it was like five o'clock, everyone was having LA, dinner. The, and Joey night. goes, Oh my god, it's Dennis Rodman. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna go up because he'll probably know who I am. We're both like, celebrities. Nice. <laughs> you have that connection. I was like, he'll probably be like, Hey, in LA. get you girl. Yeah. And I went up to him and I'm like, Oh my god, hi Dennis Rodman. I was like, You're so awesome, I can't believe you're here. And he looks at me and he goes before you say hello to me he goes don't be rude say hi to my people I'll just say my and I'm like people. hi and then he goes what's your name I was like um, I didn't want to say Nicole because he wouldn't know me. And I was like Snooky, and he goes, "What the fuck kind of name is that?" <laughs> it was so, he was so mean. He was eating like a tuna like, sandwich. It was disgusting. I was like, "You're so mean." I literally said, "You're so mean," and I ran away and I went to Joey. Oh my god, he was the meanest person I've ever met. Yeah, like same. you're Dennis Rodman. Calm down. <laughs> right. What's your least favorite television appearance? Oh my god. When Wendy Williams made you drink beer when you were pregnant. Oh yeah, I would say that. 
What? Yes, bitch. What? She was shady boots, honey. Yeah. Oh, was it like a you hadn't said it yet? Yes. And Wendy Williams was like, well, you know, Wendy, beer. she hears something, so she has to break it on her show. And that's and why her daughter walks funny now, because she made her drink. Oh, you're an here. asshole. My daughter's perfectly fine. <laughs> I didn't announce that I was pregnant yet, so it was like two months pregnant. Like, you don't even tell, like, your family. Yeah, yeah. Whoever you are, you don't you don't say it till you're three months. So it was two months. But I sold and it for rent money, so... No, I my shady publicist did. Oh. And she's a bitch, and I'll never see her again. But she <laughs> so, sold it. I shouldn't be laughing. But publicists are just insane. No, they're, they're all fucking anyway, assholes, yeah. except my publicist now. She was like, all right, well... The rumor has it that you're uh, pregnant, so if you're not pregnant, take a chug of this beer. Well, let's she set had the record beer. straight. Let's set the record straight. Take a sip of the beer, and if not, you're pregnant. On live t- television. <laughs> so I put it up to my mouth, and I pretended to drink it when I was like three months pregnant with my son. And I, and I went backstage, and I was like hysterically crying. I was like, why the fuck would she do that to me? Because she's Wendy Williams. I know. All right, we're going to play a quick game that we call Bad Thing Bingo. We're going to figure drinking, it out together. Wait, are you drinking your wine? I am. Let me see. I thought you were such a fun drinker. You it's don't like do half, shit. half full. We're going to play a game. I thought you were fun. <laughs> I told you not to replace me with him. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> Listen to the bingo ball. <laughs> okay, I don't know it's how It's supposed to works. catch in that. Oh, he has a real bingo thing here. So the game is I'm, I'm throwing out a topic and you have to say a bad thing about it. Or say why it's the worst. Why we don't like it. Why okay. it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you like it. You probably don't. Long Island iced teas. <gasps> I love Long Island iced teas. Shocker. Bad idea. Always a bad idea. No. If you want to get fucked up quick, do it. I can't drink them anymore because every time I drink them, I throw up. Do you remember when I got arrested on Jersey Shore? That's what I was drinking. I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> That's what I was drinking. <laughs> That does not surprise me at all. I, I had at least five Long Island iced teas. Long Island iced teas are the worst because they're like Four Loco. Remember no, Four Loco? It's because they're for. I do. It's that. It's for kind the of. same it's thing. That. I hate it because they're for inexperienced drinkers. No, if you're if you're a Calm real drunk, down. you're not going to drink that Long Island iced. You're going to get a hangover from hell the next day and all that extra calories. For all those calories, you can have more fucking vodka instead of drinking all that c- oh club God. the lemonade you sound and like the Paula triple Dean. sec. Shut up. <laughs> um, bras. I hate bras. I don't wear them. I don't wear them anymore because I have fake tits. I wear I wear men. Nice. Sh- I wear Spanx for men. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, it holds yeah. my girls up. Chris Christie. Oh, that's Ew. her friend. They ha- they hook up. I'd rather die. <laughs> Do you see him on the beach? I did see him on Stop. the beach. He's like the meanest person I've ever met. Is there a story behind that? <laughs> So we were doing Restore the Shore. It's when Hurricane Sandy hit the shore. Obviously, uh-huh. everything was devastated. So we went there. We were all crying and emotional. And Chris Christie comes there. And the first thing he said, oh, my God, I wish I recorded it. The first thing he said to me was, I don't like you guys. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, we're doing a charity event for, like, Jersey. Like, shut up. Like, suck it up, you freaking crybaby. And he was like, you guys made a bad representation of Jersey. I was like, oh, you never got drunk and went to the boardwalk and made a fool of yourself? You right. never did that. <laughs> also, oh, he's like he's the so least annoying. popular governor in the entire he is, country. He's the biggest bully I've ever met, and he's so rude. And then Ew. when the cameras came on, that's when he like decided to be nice, and that's what was sold on TMZ. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't see the whole thing. Well, He's an asshole. I feel like we could say once and for all, the only person that... <laughs> Ruining New Jersey's reputation is Chris Christie. Chris Christie. J-Wow. Yeah. Oh, pardon. 
Excuse me. <laughs> so sorry, also, everyone. though, Cory Booker also like tweeted out some shade. I know, at, calm down. He has got other things to worry about. Yeah, go play on Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for playing whatever the fuck that game was because it wasn't bingo. <laughs> and thank that was you. not bingo. Thank you for being guests on Unhappy yes. Hour and for having me on your show. People well, we're going to go, go have Long Island. And we're going to have Long Island. Yes. For sure. So thank you. Thank you, Matt Bell. Congrats on everything. Thanks for having us. All right. We're here. We're at the end of the show. It's time for a chaser. The thing we drink to make it all go down smooth. Barry, what's something good that happened to you this week? My sister is in town. Yay. Yay. There's two of you. You know what's the worst part about it? What? We have the same laugh. Dolphin and bird-like. Mm-hmm. Some have called it dog-like, I believe. Yes. We'll throw a bird in there too. All right. But yeah, she's visiting. Well, great. Very excited. We're gonna eat chocolate chip cookies. We're gonna watch Barbara Streisand movies. What about you? What's happening with you? I want to eat cookies. You want to come with us? You want to watch Barbara Streisand with us and eat cookies? No, I well, I can only watch Barbara alone because oh. I get too emotional. <laughs> oh. I got a new Brita filter. Watch out, world. Shut up. The new me is here. <laughs> We're getting healthy. We're doing it. <laughs> You're getting healthy is getting a Brita filter? Jesus. No more mi- microtoxins for me. No more tiny biobes. Still biobes. not working out. <laughs> No. Who needs exercise when you've got a Brita filter? But guess what? My doctor told me I don't have kidney stones. Ooh! But something else is probably wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, you're fine. But guess what? I have a fatty liver. It's so fatty. And then she had the nerve to tell me to exercise <laughs> and to eat low carbs. Rude. What is this, 2000? <laughs> Get your Atkins shit out of my face. That's it. That's everything. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcast or wherever else you get this show. Hit subscribe, then rate us, review us, but only if it's a nice review. I don't want to hear your shit. If you hate this show, you can keep that to your goddamn self. Shout out to my dad who rated and reviewed this show beautifully. Great. I'll look for it. I promise. <laughs> you can also find us now on the Spotify app. Boom. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Josh Gwynn, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Emily Becker, and Dina Kleiner, and this week's sponsor, Blue Apron. Music by Hans Dalsu. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Bellisai. That's Bell Ass AI. Get it right or shut up. You can pre order my book, Everything is Awful, and other observations. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Jared Kushner looks like the dad in a NyQuil commercial (laughs) who's like, I can't get any sleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect impression of Jared Kushner. (laughs)